This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We probably all know of at least one story where someone got caught stealing from a business and they'd been there for years and the story was so outrageous because we never would have thought that person would do it. It's about Hawk and the, uh, the rings of paper? No, nah, we know about mm-hmm. that. Okay. He's been stealing office supplies since I, forever. I do post-it notes. Reams of paper is too much. And you can't <laughs> fit it down your pants. <laughs> Put it in the back. Yeah. <laughs> My pants look like I got a ream of paper back there. Tom, you take more than I do. I don't think so. You take, a, you take reams of paper. I really don't. For I don't work. print anything. Oh, okay. Um, I print stuff at home for work. <laughs> okay. So he was calling me out. Well, I'm going to share with you some of the things businesses can do to stop this. And I'm also going to tell you the most surprising sign that someone might be stealing from your business. The most unusual way to spot someone who might be stealing from your business is that that person never takes vacation. Huh. And it makes sense when you think about it. Because they don't ever want anyone to see what they're doing. They want to be there every day to handle that one, whatever it is that they're stealing from. They don't want anyone else to ever look at those numbers. Well, then they know pretty much that we do not steal. Yeah, because we take vacations, <laughs> but everyone we we're get. out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, if you think about it, because we know someone, uh, my parents' hometown, there was a woman at their church who got arrested for embezzling. Oh, wow. And uh, I mean, she was just someone who went there, so yeah. it happens. Right. But she had been doing this crazy <laughs> stuff, and for years, no one thought anything about it. In fact, her parents would even ask her, they would be like, how'd you get this new car? She's like, oh... I got a bonus because I'm doing such a great job and this and that. And so they just thought she was an outstanding employee who was getting all these great rewards for what she did. And what she was really doing was stealing the company blind. They finally caught her, and one day the cops showed up and trucks showed up and hauled all of their belongings away and drove their cars off, and they eventually went to jail. Have people not learned if you're going to embezzle or launder money or what have you? You have to be, you have to fly under radar. Well, they did for years. I mean, it was probably five years before she got caught. But when you're buying the new cars and people are questioning, yeah, yeah, you don't. You keep your old car. You just put that money up and take little trips here and there. Don't tell anybody. Wait till you're leaving the company. Then you can go buy all that stuff. You guys have really thought this out, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I get it. I aren't taking vacation. (laughs) I read the book Criminals for Dummies. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, there's some other 
uh, tricks and tips you can do as a business. They say one thing is to get to know your employees. A lot of companies will do background checks, but they say if you're running a business, <laughs> you actually get to know the people who work for you, and that way you can spot signs in their life. Like maybe you know that someone is upset right now because they didn't get a promotion or a raise. That's often a thing that will start someone into uh, this kind of stuff. Yes. So, Kato, you <laughs> might be on that list, too. I ain't seen the boss I deserve these reams of paper. <laughs> exactly. Ream. Ream. Um, are ream. <laughs> they say that also you could take this information and maybe catch the person ahead of time and find a way to convince them not to, like somehow make them not feel like they need to go through with it. So you end up with a good employee and not someone who does something horrible and ruins both their life and your business. Uh, another thing along those lines was to create a positive corporate culture where employees who love what they do and enjoy their time are less likely to commit fraud. Uh, and the ways to make them happy is to be fair and clear as an employer uh, and to have an organizational structure that gives the employees a message of who's in charge of what, and that way there aren't complaints and worries about if this person's out of their territory or doing your job or taking your job away from you and things like that. Okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think I might have entered into boring territory there. I can go back to more of the fraud stories if that'll help keep it going. Honestly, we can spice yeah, things up if you guys follow me to the supplies closet. I know, right? <laughs> I can get his tips on how to do it. Well, finally, they say there are some internal controls and fraud awareness programs. And what you may not know at your business is that they may actually have a system in place because there are companies that get expert help to watch for fraud. And so you think you're getting away with something? And all along, they've been documenting every step of the way. Yep, that you dig your own hole. <laughs> you have made so many noises. You had like a, a belch, and then all of a sudden, it's like your digestion system is like and he just rebelling. Keep, he just keeps going. I know. Like the Energizer Bunny. He just keeps going. going. No one would have noticed if you hadn't said anything. Give it just a minute, and he'll do that belch talk thing that he does where he's like, oh. In the yeah. middle of a belt. You Don't might, do it. You might need to take some acid reflex. <laughs> so far, you told me I have a digestion system and acid reflex. So I'm not taking your advice on anything. <laughs> Are there any pills in the medicine cabinet? I mean, I'm making yeah. bodily function noises, and oh you're saying things that don't make sense. All I want to say is you guys stay in here a minute. I got to run to my car. <laughs> you ain't going anywhere, are you? Uh-uh. Okay, good. <laughs> Y'all stay in here. Okay. okay? Hmm. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I tell you what, when uh, there is no school and the weather's kind of crazy here in South Carolina, everybody goes crazy. I decided to go to the grocery store just to kind of get ready oh, for the hunkering God. down that we're going to do today. And everyone else. I, did you go yesterday? My wife did. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, but here's the thing. I'm like, I'll wait until a little bit later. Everybody be at home. <laughs> and so uh, it's like 7 o'clock. And the employees were complaining, like, it's a Thursday. And yeah. everybody's here. No, we, we're never this busy on a Thursday. Yeah, duh. There were no eggs. Yes. And then, like, wow. some of the shelves were just bare. Let me guess. Bread and milk were down, too. Uh, milk, they still had some milk. That's what usually goes first, right? Oh, yeah. uh, well, it's not snow. So I don't know what the deal was. I, I guess people thought we were going to be out for the next two or three days. Here's what we yeah. had trouble with, because mm -hmm. I think everyone in the upstate got this idea. Kato, yeah. you even mentioned this morning, 
we were gonna make chili. <laughs> yes, and we went to get chili, and there was like one can of stewed tomatoes and yeah. one can of beans <laughs> left, and it was like, well, we're gonna have a small cup of chili tonight. Well, I went right after I left work yesterday, yesterday so it wasn't too bad. I got everything I needed, and then I realized I forgot uh, an onion and a pepper. So I'm like, I'm gonna swing back by there yeah. yesterday afternoon. Harris Teeter, Wade Hampton. Absolutely zero parking spaces. Crowds yeah, of people yeah. like they're going into a Clemson game. <laughs> no. I drove through the parking lot, right back out the other side. So yeah. I'm going to try to hit it this morning Good because luck. I'm still making chili. Well, if they've restocked. And what's so funny, too, is to hear Cato complain because we were talking about the weather and apparently, you know, things are going to be back to normal tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm so mad. We're, we're going to be getting some rain like from 12 o'clock today through the middle of the night. And it's going to be probably heavy at times. Yeah, today's going to be bad. Yeah, but, uh, you know, and there's a lot of canceled school and games were canceled for Friday night. <laughs> and Cato's like, oh, man, I wanted to be in all weekend. Just kind of, you know, like a snow weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to make a big old pot of chili. I'm going to, if I have to turn my sprinkler on yeah. and face it toward my window so I hear what I think is rain i'm gonna do i'm gonna be in my pajamas all weekend do not me too kato i'm making that chili tonight i don't plan to leave the house except to maybe open the windows from time to time well and here's the thing people say when the weather's kind of you know funky like it is this week or today yeah they don't feel guilty when they're not doing anything at home Uh, when they're just just sitting at home and watching movies that's just terrible what do you mean that they, they would feel guilty about yeah, that. Yeah, I know, I know. I never feel guilty yeah, about it can, that. You know, it could be a beautiful day for, for Tom, and sun shining, and it'd be a perfect day to be outside. He'll go home and do his thing inside. Yeah, it's yeah. too hot. <laughs> <laughs> but what do people do when they are hunkered down like that? They cuddle up and they watch movies. Yes. Uh, they read books, apparently. They make uh, like hot chocolate and stuff, especially this time of year. You know, you got the pumpkin spice and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They stay inside all day long in their pajamas. So a lot of kids I know today uh, were looking forward to that. Yeah. Now, yeah. don't forget though, most of the kids still have virtual school today. Yes, they oh, do. really do. They yeah. Do. Unfortunately, that virtual thing, COVID, made it so there's no <laughs> such thing as a snow day anymore. And you know what? That stinks for the kids because here's a, and I heard you know I had a friend said oh they're getting up getting ready to send some virtual stuff and i'm like it's just one day yeah mm-hmm. i'm like and so you're going to try to revamp because it took me like when it happened the first time it took me three months to get the virtual thing down as far as the schools and stuff going you know what do you mean like well you got to sign on and you got to do all that stuff and you got to turn the computer on yeah Oof. your kids yeah. are gonna be in trouble then my kids well you know they, my school's not doing virtual okay They're just giving them a, a free pass today you can always use the excuse you have no internet because yesterday my internet went out because of the winds true so it finally came back on but uh why well, just but i don't understand like if it's gonna be two or three days i understand doing the virtual thing but not just one day mm-hmm. well you just tell that to the teachers i just because they're it. doing it the other way <laughs> well i know the teachers don't want to do it either yeah they, they, they want a free teachers pass day they want a bowl of chili <laughs> and pajamas <laughs> yeah. they want a paid day off well staying in bed all day too when you're hunkered down that they don't feel guilty about that and the main thing people want to do they say is bake or cook something while they are hunkered down today. Yeah, y'all were talking about going and getting food. I bought a whole bunch of brownies yesterday to make. <laughs> well, you know, I saw a recipe for microwaved chocolate chip cookies. So yeah. I brought some chocolate chips yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to try it. So when they say bake, are we sure that we're talking about the same thing? <laughs> yeah, some people are getting baked today. Yeah, yeah I can say they want to stay home all day and not do anything. Well, hey, the funny thing is you passed by liquor stores yesterday, same as grocery stores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Okay, well, this is like something straight out of a horror slash science fiction movie. It's Stranger Things. <laughs> Where's <And> that now? <laughs> it's real life. Yeah. Scientists did an interesting experiment with mice, and they took older mice and withdrew their blood and put it in younger mice. Okay. They found that the younger mice behaved slower, less quick to react to things, and generally wore out quicker on a treadmill. Huh. Then they decided to do the opposite, and they took young mice's blood, put it into older mice, and had them run on the treadmill and do these things. Mm -hmm. The older mice performed better on all these things. Huh. So oh. they established that taking blood from younger creatures, putting it into older ones, created some sort of a youth effect or a fountain of youth. So Dracula had it right all along. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> you ever seen a wrinkle on Dracula? Uh, yeah. Nope. Uh -huh. Okay, well, if you've ever done any kind of science fiction movie following, or even, I guess, I don't know about horror, but uh, one of the big political questions is what happens if they do discover a fountain of youth and who gets it? Who gets to live longer? Who gets to be healthier later into old age? Of course, the first answer is rich people. But in this one, real life, this adds the, the scary part is they're taking it from the young people to give it to the old people. So it would create a world where young people would be a valued commodity for old people to take their blood. Are you talking about Hollywood? Because this has been like a trending conspiracy theory for a long time. So you time. think Hollywood's been doing this for a I while? I'm not going on record for anything. I'm just saying that it's been a conspiracy theory for a while. Well, now it's a scientifically proven fact that they can take blood from younger animals, put it into older animals, and they act younger again. But you have to have a supply of it, because obviously older people produce their old crotchety blood that's going slow and working slow. <laughs> but if they got the, the new, you know, teenage blood, you'd have to get transfusions all the time. Well, that's the yeah. point. Is so, Let's say they can take the transfusions and, and get it down into maybe a small shot that you take every day. Yeah. But meanwhile, they got to have a bunch of teenagers sitting in somewhere in cages so they can get the blood from them. Did you see American Horror Story uh, Hotel? No, but that sounds like she what I was talking about. kids. She kept them in the basement, locked up, and she would just, every day, she'd take some of their blood so she could stay young. See? And that's exactly what I'm getting at. They're scientifically showing that could be true. Now, now you think I'm being crazy, but me we already crazy? know there's all kind of trade, slave trade that goes on. Yep. It's a big deal right now. So you had something that's even maybe more powerful than the reason they trade slaves now is the, the will to live longer and to be healthy and younger longer. There will be a lot of people that would do that. I'm just going to have to get old and die because the sight of blood makes me pass out. So I don't think I'd be able to do this. Okay, well, this won't affect you, Tori. <laughs> yeah. But for the rest of us, we may be willing. You're like, at what point do you say, well, I'll take that new pill, but I really don't want to know the details of how you made it. You're like, kids, come here. I got a, I got a new video game for you. Here, just sit down. Let me strap this on you for a second. <laughs> you want a piece of candy? You just pop one of those juice straws in them. Yeah. Oh, oh that's really? too far? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. wow. What kind of vampire are you? This is a juice plus straw. She's like a Capri Sun vampire. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. 
You know, I don't understand a lot of stuff. We know. Oh Algebra. We know. And, so, and I, matter of fact, you might can educate me here and, and break this down for me. I doubt yeah. it. Grammar. <laughs> <laughs> the way the microwave works. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff. Just picking. But it turns out you're not so great at figuring out how attractive you actually are. According to researchers, and I know a lot of times, like Tori, she'll pick on every little detail. She'll come in and voluntarily say, oh, look at this pimple. It's so, And I'm like, I couldn't even see it under your makeup. First of all, the lighting in here is so yeah. harsh. I feel like it just it gives you a nice little shadow if your bump is big enough. It's like it's like Mount Rushmore on my face. On the other hand, Tom will come in here and um, doesn't care at all. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that you're very confident in... A lot. Is there a reason I shouldn't be? Researchers found <laughs> that females rated their body as more attractive when they viewed it in a virtual reality, uh, like third-person perspective, compared to looking at it from a first-person perspective. Now, what's the difference? Because when you're looking in a mirror, that's like third-person perspective. Maybe it's like they didn't know it was their body. It's a screening of their body, and then they're like, what do you think of this woman? And they don't realize it's theirs. I agree to that. Yeah. Well, internally, I guess people created their own body as highly inaccurate. So they didn't, like, in, in their brain, they're like, man, they pick out all the flaws, and they continue to focus on those, and they don't give themselves as much credit. And most people wrote down the same body shape when they were asked, what is their ideal body? Like, what, is, what would be your ideal body, Tom? Like, what do you think, like, you would like in an ideal body? Uh, this is for me to have, not yes, for me to, yeah, for like, you to have. Yeah, please yeah. don't talk about the other. Uh, we were watching some videos of Brad Pitt when he was in that movie where he was a uh, gladiator of Troy. some kind. I would like to have a body like that. He had like the six pack abs. He yep. wasn't overly muscular, but what he had was really cut. Or Gerard Butler in 300. Whew, my goodness. That's probably beefier than I want. I like more of the Brad Pitt. A little thinner, but still very cut. So you really would like that shape, but right now you've got the man boobs and the big belly. You got yeah. the Nicho Labre. That's because Nicho you don't. <laughs> Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre, yeah. You, you don't Nacho get Labre. that like, just by choosing. You don't just go out to the body I want and have it. Yeah. It I'm takes hard work, and I don't want to do the work. Yeah, I'm with you. I'd want the same body, smooth, no hair, no okay. wear. No, <laughs> except my head. <laughs> I got you, man. Now, as you get older, it's like a, hair grows in places you didn't even Just, know. Yeah, didn't even know. Where'd that one come from? <laughs> I've got a hair cape on right now. I didn't even think about the hair. I just want the muscles and the the good physical look. So why did the 3D perspective give it, a, like, why do they think they look better with that 3D perspective? I think Tori's probably right, because... We always see ourselves on videos now, too, so yeah. we can see what our body looks like, but we know it's our body, so we twist it to what we think we look like, whereas if they saw it with just like a generic mannequin face or something, they're like, oh, that's not a bad body, because they don't think, oh, that's me, so it looks bad. Okay. Why do some mirrors make you look better than others? Have you noticed that? Like, you know... It's I optics. So... I mean, they they literally make you look thinner or something. And I don't understand, like because some mirrors, and maybe it's the cheaper ones that you get at Goodwill or something, <laughs> you don't look as good. I've taken clothes back before because when I get it home, it does not look yeah. the same as when I tried it on in the store. I tell you, I got that 
that wall mirror that all my friends, female friends, say yeah. you've got the skinny mirror because <laughs> every time every time you look in it, you look skinny, and then you look into the bathroom mirror, and it's like, oh, that's it, that's it, that's <laughs> this me. Is me. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you're in the dressing room, is that that's a three D perspective, right? Because you can see your butt from all three angles and three mirrors that are in that dressing room. Yeah. And then I leave crying. It yeah. might be 3D, but it's not third person. But it's rumored that they'd have the skinny mirrors in those department stores so everything looks good on you. That would be mm-hmm. smart, but I've never noticed it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, what I've heard. And you get a skinny app where you can, like, you know, they you, have that. You really get the 3D image from that perspective. I'll send you the one I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let, let me just pick one that I, I can get. You're confusing 3D and third person. Yeah, They're not the same me, that's thing. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't get it. I well, a third person one doesn't necessarily make it obvious that it's you it's just a person like so, it could be a blank face or a mannequin face it's like a video kind of almost like a video game so if i look at me on a video i'm like man i'm more attractive than i just look at me in the mirror no because you still know it's you so you're psychologically twisting what it so, looks like oh. i just love that hawk brought this up and doesn't know what he's talking about that's most of the stuff i bring up here on the show because a lot of times here's the thing i feel like a lot of people are like me and like you know what they're too afraid to ask the question you're in class and you're afraid to raise your hand and so you want to go ahead and just take one for the team the difference is we're not teachers and we don't always know the answers because you're not in a class you're the smartest guy i know it doesn't mean i know everything hawk you're so brave Thank is this you. an e-learning day? <laughs> I want to go home, man. <laughs> Virtual learning. I believe that the third person doesn't necessarily tie it to who you are. So you're just looking at that body that you don't know it's yours, and so you're like, oh, it looks pretty oh, good. Oh, I got you. So they just they, they erased your face and just let you see right, what like your body Right, like a mannequin face like. or oh, something. Oh, okay. I've heard that before. Well, I know, we, right? <laughs> <laughs> like three times already. We can do that then. Let's just blur out our face and take a look. At what? I can go. <laughs> you know what? Let's just, I can do it easy. Let's go get a grocery bag, okay? Oh my gosh, you're going to put plastic bags on our heads? This is no. why he doesn't have a problem asking bad questions. I'm using the paper, the paper bag, and you just put it on your head and you just take pictures, and you can guess everybody's body in here. I could pretty much pick everybody's out. That's why it won't work. <laughs> okay, yeah. You still know who it was. Yeah. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. There's an interesting thing going around on the internet right now, and people are worried about the strangest thing. They're worried about if their dogs could talk. And the reason they're worried is they're afraid of what they might say. Well, sure. <laughs> um, their biggest fear is that the dogs might not be politically correct and would insult somebody. You ever wonder what your dog named you? Like, you named your dog, but your dog probably has a name for you. Peasant. <laughs> I was thinking servant. Yeah. Because um, he probably thinks that I'm supposed to serve him. I guess so. But they, they seem a lot more, I guess, I think a cat might think that. Yeah. Dogs are more, are, they're probably more likely to give you a good, cheerful name. Yeah, my da- my Daisy called me dad. Aw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's so but sweet. I think. If Otis could talk, though, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, he would have to stop licking. He's going, he's going, I'm gonna lick you. I'm gonna lick, I'm gonna lick. It's like you taste good. You taste good. You taste good. Yeah. Mm. I, it's funny because I spend a lot of time talking about my dog Rico, a little Pomeranian, and I my biggest thing is usually like, what are you trying to tell me? Because he tries to communicate with us. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes he's remarkably good at it. Like one day, night, he came in from the bathroom and he made this noise he does when he's trying to talk to us. He's like. Ugh. 
It's like a cough, but it's more like a breathy yeah. cough. And I'm like, what do you want, boy? And he's like, yeah. huh, huh. I'm like, did Timmy fall down in the well and we need to go rescue him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he ran over to his water bowl and looked at me. And yeah. I'm like, he's out of water. I got this one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's pretty smart of him to do that. I figured he was smart enough to make dumb me figure out what he wanted to say. <laughs> I had no idea you had a boy named Timmy or a well at your house. I don't, yeah. but there's a neighbor Sweet. named Timmy and there's a well in our neighborhood. <laughs> and meanwhile, Rico's like, ah, oh, finally the dummy's catching on. Yes. Yes. It's like, <laughs> and a lot of times I'm glad because I know for my house, Otis will bark like if someone's at the door. Like, you know, because he rarely ever barks. So is he like going, someone's at the door right now. Can you not hear me? That's the, I mean, <laughs> if he were to bark and talk at the same time. Okay. Hey, you idiot. I'm saying somebody's at the door. Because he keeps on barking. Okay. Until wow. I go and see who it is. That could be very likely exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, you know, they had those dog collars that I think they're a scam, but they you strap them on your dog. They and, absolutely yeah. work. That was in the movie Up. <laughs> Hi, my yeah. name is Doug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those. I thought you were talking about the ones that made him quit barking. No, the ones that, that he put a little voice box. And yeah, they, those are scams. <laughs> so <laughs> the ones that make him quit barking, I had one where I recorded my voice. And so when he would bark, it would have me on his you know, collar going, Rico, shut up. And you should have seen the look on his face the first time. He's like, well, how is he doing that? You know? So that, that was actually very useful. Uh, but here's the things people worry about if your dog could talk. Mm. They're afraid that you might have your dog gossip and reveal secrets like how you don't really like your mother-in-law. I don't know about that part, but for sure, Coda knows too much. He cannot ever learn how to talk because he would rat me out constantly. On what? <laughs> Everything. Grandma, you may tell you what I saw Mommy and Daddy doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Smooching. Yeah. My dog wouldn't say it quite like that. He would be like, hey, want to hear what they do? I watch all the time because he's a perv. Wow. I wonder where he gets that from. I don't know. And I don't think it's all the time from what I hear. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you mean by that, but who are you hearing from? I don't think you know. My dog knows your dog. (laughs) Cousins. All right. Another concern is that your dog might not stop talking if it started because they (laughs) sometimes will bark and just keep on going. Uh And the third one is that they might insult someone. They're even worried that some dogs might be racist. And uh, we had a guy who owned a dog that was definitely racist. It would attack certain groups of people over others. And we don't know why, but it was bizarre. Yeah. Uh, And, of course, you also have the dogs that will attack a certain clothing or group. Like, for example, the mailman or the UPS guys. They go after them. Yeah, and it's so fun to see those videos online. (laughs) Like, you'll see (laughs) the UPS man crawling on a pickup truck or something. And the guy's like... You know, calling the dog off. Just love how the owner's always like, he's friendly. It's yeah. like, doesn't look like it I when know. he's charging me. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I guess, I don't know. I think it's probably, I wish my dog could talk to me, but not to anyone else. I would just love to know why Coda does some of the dumb things that he does. Like, he's gotten in this mood where he eats really gross things on walks. And I would love to just be like, why are you eating cat poop? What is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? And he'd be like, well, obviously I like it. <laughs> it was delicious. That's his voice. Oh, I see. I bet you dogs don't want us to talk for them. Well, yeah, I'll get dog complaints on text. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to those in just a second, folks, okay? Awesome. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 